Hey there, my name is Lexi and thank you so much for joining me tonight. On tonight's Lex Chat, we are going to be talking about the relationship between artist and engineer. I recently went through a little bit of drama which has inspired the topic for this Lex Chat. So if that sounds like something you'll be interested in hearing more about and joining in on the conversation, then stay tuned. For those of you who are viewing live, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sorry that we didn't have Lex chat last week. Um, There's just so much going on, unfortunately, Um, mostly emotionally. I'm getting that under control, though. I think I have finally figured out what has been triggering these sad, sad little emotions that I've been having. So really excited. Um, And I've been keeping myself busy. So that's been helping me get out of the dumps, so to speak. So you know, things are, are looking up and I just have to remember to keep moving, keep pushing. Um, few things before we get into the Lex chat. Of course, we got to do a few minutes of Lex check. We're not going to do too much, but I'm testing out a few things. So I keep running into issues when I'm downloading this live on my desktop by way of like Instagram to MP4, right? I'll put it into Final Cut Pro and I'll edit it and the editing looks great. It's coming out the way I want it to look, but then I upload it onto YouTube or onto Anchor and half of the audio is missing. Even though there was audio in the Final Cut Pro session, as soon as I upload to YouTube or other platforms, my sound is gone. So I'm trying something new. I have a live audience going on my Instagram. I have a camera that is recording over here and then I am actually recording the audio into Pro Tools on my computer at home. So I am super, super, super excited about that. So even if the audio from like Instagram Live is not doing well, then at least I have the audio from this actual Pro Tools session that is, you know, it's there. So trying to figure out this um, setup of mine so I can make Lex chats more, you know, consistent obviously. And I think that Friday night that was a really good turn up last time. So I think I want to keep Lex Chats at Friday night or Thursday night. So thank y'all so much for bearing with me and tuning in whenever I come and do these Lex Chats. But like I said, the topic for today is going to be about the relationship between the artist and the engineer and how I need some of my clients to be more understanding of the engineer. And of course, I'm going to use my real life experience to, you know, educate people um, educate artists and educate engineers and to help that relationship between the artist and the engineer. So my life is definitely up for use as far as content. Same thing with my songs. When I write music, it's all based on true life stories. So that's going to be the Lex chat topic for today. Um, a couple of things, couple announcements that I want to put out there. Also, I did my hair by myself. I'm very proud. I watched a YouTube video. It's not quite the Barbie ponytail that I was going for, but I know how to do a ponytail on myself and I'm getting better with my little edges. This little swirl right here, it did look better when um, I had it done earlier, but I kind of sweated and all of that. But I got the swoop. The swoop was supposed to be, you know, cemented down or whatever, but it didn't quite work out. So I just decided to do the curls and then I figured out how to curl my ponytail which they have fallen because they've been worn out all day but very excited about that now the announcements that I want to 
let be known. I have a couple of events coming up in July so far. So on July 2nd, the City to City tour is going to be continuing with Game Changers Radio. And this time we are in Albany, Georgia at the Northside Lounge. And that address is going to be two that address is 2238 palmyra road in albany georgia so that is the city to city tour that game changers radio is hosting and this show is especially special it's especially special because we have a whole lineup of indie r&b ladies myself to be included so oh, i'm so excited we have a few people opening up for us and you know sprinkling to help the show go along but the night is about R&B, which I'm really excited about because that's that's what I do. I've been dropping these little rap songs, but R&B is really what I do. So that's going to be on Saturday, July 2nd at the Northside Lounge in Albany, Georgia. That's 2238 Palmyra Road and doors open at 9 o'clock. If you want more information on how much it costs or the location or flyers or anything like that, just go to my website, www.lexiatl. And the next event that I have on my calendar so far, it is another fashion show. This one is going to be the Angels and Demons Swimwear and Lingerie Fashion Show presented by the GQ Phoebes. And that's going to be right here in Atlanta, Georgia at the Don Event Center at 3201 Atlanta Industrial Parkway Northwest in Atlanta, Georgia. And like I said, that is on July 30th which I can't remember if that's a Saturday or a Sunday. I forgot to look at my calendar for that particular date before coming onto this Lex chat. But that event is going to be two to five, and that is a swimwear and lingerie, um, what do you call it? Swimwear and lingerie fashion show. So if you've wondered what I look like in lingerie, this is your opportunity. Come see me, pull up on me. Ticket information is also on my website. You can go to LexiATL.com, www.lexcatl.com for ticket information on both of those shows. Um, and yeah, another announcement. I have a new single out. It is a rap single. Speaking of me being an R&B queen, right? I just released a rap song. It's called Motorboat. That is finally available on all platforms. Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, YouTube Music, TikTok, wherever. It's available. Instagram, of course. And I actually did a story to that song today. So definitely go check out my new single and let me know what you think about that. I would be very interested to know what y'all think. And uh, tell me if, if rap is for me, you know? In my opinion, the song gives me like Saweetie vibes, but it's rap is just a whole experiment for me. And I approach it that in a way that newer rappers approach it and that I'm not going to think about it very much. And I'm going to have delusional confidence in myself whether the song is good or not and i'm just put it out there and see how people respond because the worst that could happen is they don't like it but there's a market out there for me somewhere and eventually they will find me i will find them but very excited about that also have a album in the works with maurice beats and I still, got, I still got to talk to Black about mixing and mastering the whole thing. But I have an album in the works. It's coming out next year. So I'm very excited about that. And don't forget about the merchandise that is available for sale on my website. Or if you hit me up directly, go to www.lexiatl.com. We got lighters. We got wristbands. We got hats. And I got posters. So very excited about that. But let's get into this Lex chat.
the reason why I wanted to talk about this, as I explained when we first came on, is because anything that I do music-wise or content-wise, it's all inspired by real-life events. And I recently went through a little bit of drama with a client of mine who we've been working together for over a year now. Oh, it'll be a year in July, actually, I think. Jennifer and March. Nope, we've been working together for like a year now. In another 11 days, it will be like a year that we've been working together. And, you know, during those, during that year, I've had my bad days in sessions, but for the most part, I give 150% when I'm doing these sessions. But this latest session that we had together, I wasn't as involved as I usually am, as this client is used to me being. And he was very, very, very upset about it and said some really hurtful things, honestly. And, um, but I feel like this is an, is, this is an opportunity for me to reflect and see, you know, like how can I create better boundaries between myself and clients, but also how can I help other artists to understand how important the relationship between an artist and an engineer really is? Because some of the things that were said to me, it really I was very offended and my feelings were very hurt. So I want this to be an opportunity for us to talk about, you know, being kind to your engineer, being understanding of your engineer. And I guess just to start, right, what is the technical job of an engineer, of an audio engineer, the recording engineer? When it comes to the recording engineer, Literally, my job is to push buttons and make sure that you get a good sound quality. And I think once you start developing like relationships and long-standing work relationships with clients, depending on the kind of experience that you give them or the kind of the kind of involvement you give them, they start to expect a lot and they forget that literally my job is just to push buttons and give you good sound quality. My job title, I do not have to give you pointers. I do not have to help you write. I do not have to vocally produce you. I do not have to reach out to producers for you. Literally, I'm just there to get the song into Pro Tools and then all that other stuff, you're supposed to, as an artist, bring people to the studio with you or know how to do it yourself when we're in these situations. So I just want that to be made clear. What's up, DJ Proof? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lex Chat this week. Oh, and I forgot um, before I started this whole thing, I'm still doing Lex Rated. It's not necessarily like one segment in the show just yet because I don't have enough submissions just yet, but I will be reviewing songs all throughout the show kind of like commercial breaks if you will so make sure it's ten dollars per song send those ten dollars to cash symbol lexi atl l-e-x-c-a-t-l and then send your song or a link to your song to lexi solo at gmail.com that is pinned if you are watching live that is pinned to the comments in the live so if you would like your song to be reviewed live on lex chat then please take advantage of that. It's just $10 per song. Um, If you sent me money last week to be reviewed, 
just go ahead and send me whatever you want me to review. But thank you so much for those of you who participate in Lex Rated, the music review that I started doing. So thank y'all so much for that. But yeah, um, my literal job as an engineer is to just push buttons and make sure you have good sound quality. So when artists come into the studio, I feel like there's a big misconception about what the engineer is supposed to do. And I'm not sure why there's that disconnect. Like maybe I should ask more clients, like, why do you expect that the engineer is going to, and I, I guess I get it. Like you come to the studio and you think that someone is supposed to help you. That would be ideal. Yes. But there's also a lack of understanding in the artist. I feel when they don't realize that, no, the engineer is, we are human beings, but we're, we're a tool. We are, we help you get your sound into the program of Pro Tools. But back to the lack of education on the artist part, right? Newer artists don't realize the different roles before they really start making music, especially the ones who just think that all they have to do is go viral and that's going to somehow make them famous, right? The ones who don't understand certain things have to be put into play for you to become an artist of a certain caliber. So before you step into a studio, right, or different roles that you might encounter as an artist, different roles that will help you to get the best performance while you're in the studio. There is you, the artist, the person who's recording the song. There is the audio engineer, the person who is pushing the buttons and transferring your voice into Pro Tools and making sure that the sound quality is there. Now, let's say that you're not really the best songwriter and you want some help writing the music. Well, the engineer is not the person who is supposed to be helping you write your songs. And really, as an artist, you should know what you want to do before you come to the studio. In my earlier days of my studio tips and tutorials, I could not stress this enough. You as the artist, you set the tone and you set the workflow. Before you step into the studio, you should know what you're going to do. And I feel like, and especially if you don't have the budget to come in and waste time, like labels might, or like people with more money might not be as pressed about time, but you add in the time constraint. So now you're feeling kind of like pressured to get a good product, but you didn't come to the studio prepared. So why, why are you expecting the engineer to work miracles for you in this two hour block, this three hour block that you just, when really a song on average, in my opinion, takes four to eight hours to do it well. And it might not even be in one session that you get a good song done. It might take multiple sessions, but it just really irritates me. And I know not everybody has seen my videos yet, but you know, it just grinds my gears that there's not more research done by newer artists before they come into the studio, right? Um, so there's you, the artist, there's the recording engineer who's pushing buttons and transferring your voice into Pro Tools. If you're not the best at songwriting, you should be bringing in a songwriter. Or maybe you should have written the song before you came to the studio. We do have different tools before you get to the studio to see, for you to hear how it might sound. So when you get to the studio, you don't have the excuse of, oh, I didn't know it would sound like that when I got here. Yes, that's kind of true. But also, did you not practice the song? Did you not practice the song before you came here? Maurice Beats says, I'm back. What's up, Maurice? What's up, official Mr. Flat Shows? What's up, staff music? What's up, Dirty Snares? What up, Coach Chris? What up, Duke the Singer? 
Thank y'all so much for tuning back in with the Lex chat. The topic is the relationship between engineer and artist. And I was explaining how you got the artist, you got the audio engineer. If you're not that great at songwriting, you should be coming to the session prepared with a song already written. You should already know what your beat is going to be. If you have to go and search for a beat on YouTube in the first 20 minutes of your session and you only booked two hours, guess what? That's less time. And we're not stopping your recording at the time that you that you booked, right? The time that you booked for it to end. We're stopping 10 or 15 minutes before your session ends because we need to bounce everything and then we need to transfer files and send things and collect payment. So keep those things in mind. So there's you, the artist, you're the talent, you're the one speaking into the mic, singing into the mic, whatever. There's the audio engineer who is transferring your voice into Pro Tools. If you're not that great at songwriting, you should have had a songwriter come to the studio with you or you should have already had your material prepared before you came to the studio. If you are not great at conveying certain emotions in your music, then you would probably need the help of someone like a vocal producer. A vocal producer is someone who stands in the studio with you and they sit on the side with the engineer so they can hear what the engineer is hearing and they can hear how your performance is going and they'll tell you, no, do it again. Get another take. On that take, you were a little flat on such and such phrase. You're too sharp coming into your phrases. Or I didn't feel the emotion on that one. Or um, instead of singing it this way, let's sing it this way. Or instead of singing it this way, let's sing it this way. You know what I'm saying? So that is the job of a vocal producer. A vocal producer will help to pull out the best possible performance in the studio that we can possibly get. So we got the artist, the engineer, songwriter, vocal producer. Your engineer is not a producer as in a beat maker. So if you are looking for beats, that's something you should have already squared away really before you got to the session. If you waited to get to the session to figure out your production or you didn't talk to your producer or you didn't talk to your engineer before you got to the session, then that's on you. Again, you might waste time trying to surf for beats on YouTube or beat stars. That can take up a lot of time. And if you are someone who doesn't have a lot of money to spend on studio time or you can't come as consistently because your budget does not allow for you to, then you really need to be figuring out ways that you can stay as efficient as possible when you're coming to do your sessions. And that's that's a rant wrapped up in education um, and I should backtrack a little bit because I can kind of understand how some artists get confused about what an engineer's job is. And that's because the engineer is not just an engineer a lot of times. A lot of times, especially like someone, especially for someone like me, right? I'm actually a singer myself and I am an artist first and foremost. I just happen to engineer and engineer happens, engineering happens to be the thing that helps me to pay my bills. So because I'm an artist, I know how certain things should sound or how I would prefer certain things to sound. I know how to convey emotion in my songs. I know how to manipulate my voice, my instrument to get certain sounds, to get a certain pitch, to get a certain breathiness or a certain straight run or a run with more vibrato. I know how to manipulate my voice and do those things. So it makes me valuable in that I'm not just pressing buttons. I also have 
valuable skills and information that would help an artist who is coming into the studio to help them get their best possible song. So an engineer can be an artist as well. An engineer a lot of times is also a producer, but where clients get it messed up is that person was a producer before they became an engineer for other people. And there's a difference between I've been producing all my life and I've been engineering for myself and I've been producing all my life, but now I'm engineering for other people. You know what I'm saying? So I think clients should really keep that in mind that yes, your engineer may do more than engineering, but technically our job as engineers is only to press buttons and make sure you have a good sound quality. So when your song gets sent off to mixing and mastering, it's going to be, everything's going to be in place as far as like the structure that you wanted and the different harmonies that you wanted and making sure that you're giving your best performance. Well, the engineer doesn't make sure of that, but literally just pushing buttons and making sure you get a good sound quality. So when it goes to mixing, it's going to come out sounding like a good song. I really need to drill that through some people's heads because I just went through a situation where this person really forgot that uh, engineers don't do all that. And I get that some people have experience as well. When I was recording with so-and-so, I'm just used to getting, okay, how long have you been working with so-and-so? How long have you been working with me? And I kind of have to explain this to clients who are new as well. If you are new to me, I need to see how you work. Or if you are new to me, you need to tell me that you want me to give you critique or tell you when something's not quite right and to do something over or to say something better. Now for me, it's one of my purposes to put out good music and to make good music. So for me, since I'm also an artist too, I have the ear to be able to direct and the skill set to be able to direct somebody to do certain things in a session. But it's not a requirement in my job description to offer you my expertise. If you are coming to me as an engineer and you want a little more during your sessions, you should understand that's a whole different fee. Me telling you how to sing something, me telling you to switch up your harmon- your melody right here, or telling you how to harmonize with certain parts to make the song more interesting and move in a better way, that is extra. And if you're only paying me as an engineer, I don't want to give you all of that extra sauce. Because y'all be asking for sauce but y'all don't even want to pay for the extra packets. Oh, this for the people that go through the drive-thru and get attitudes with people at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A for not giving you extra sauce in the bag. That costs. You want certain things to be done for you while you're in the session. That's a whole nother stressor on me as the engineer that I have to worry about, you know, making sure that you are good in. So you need to pay for that extra sauce. That's all I'm saying. So engineering, I might get one rate, but if you want me to be your engineer and you want me to be your assistant songwriter, that's a different rate. And you want me to assist on songwriting, but you're not even registered with ASCAP or BMI. So I'm not going to get my credit on the back end. No, because that's a whole nother thing too, that I need artists to understand. So this is just about to be a ranting type of lex chat because my feelings are really hurt from a recent situation, a recent drama that I went through with one of my clients. But engineering is one thing. You want me to engineer you and help you write songs? You want me to engineer you and help you write songs and help to tell you how 
to sing the song. Those are three different jobs. Luckily, I have built up my value in a way that I can be one person to give you all of those things. But understand that the engineer is literally just there to press buttons. It is not my responsibility as an engineer to tell you how to do things, to tell you what to say, how to say it, how to perform it. I just need y'all to understand that. Now, I can develop into those things. Like I said, if we've had a conversation before the session starts, or if we've been working together for a while and I start getting comfortable with you and you are a consistent client and you've expressed that you want to help, you want me to help you grow as an artist and teach you certain things and you are making sure that you are consistent, then yes, I will offer more. But that conversation should be had that you want me to do all of these things in a session. You're asking me to stress about more things in a session. You're asking me to be more responsible for more things in a session. You're asking me for multiple skills in this one session. You should be paying me accordingly. And unfortunately in this situation that uh, this Lex chat is inspired by, I was I have not been paid what my skill set is worth because it's it's on me for not setting those boundaries with this client that hey and making it very clear like cuz I I also hate to be the kind of person to nitpick and like upsell and make it seem like I'm all about the money cuz I'm not all about the money especially if I mess with you and I mess with your sound and I genuinely think you're good at what you do and I want you to be successful I'm not going and you are consistent and I see that you're serious about it. I don't want to nickel and dime you. I want to give you all that I can. I want to educate you. I want, that's the other part too. You want me to be your engineer. You want me to be your songwriter. You want me to be your vocal producer and you want me to educate you and realize that when I educate you on things, I'm telling you things that is going to take money out of my pocket because to a degree, like, yeah, you might love working with me, but if I'm educating you on things that you can do without me, then that's taking away time from me that I could be teaching you those things. You know what I'm saying? So I just, that's my bad for not setting certain boundaries with certain clients. And I should make it, I I guess I have to be more upfront about, Hey, you want me to do this in your session? You need to pay for that. You want me to do more? you need to pay me more. And that's on me for not making that more clear and more upfront, more clear and more upfront. You know what I'm saying? So this one camera just went out on, um, cause I have this going, that's going to go on YouTube. Patreon is going to get these live uncut thingies that I'm doing here on Instagram. I am so excited about that. So You know, am I making sense? Like the real eyes says, I feel you. Facts. Maurice B says exactly. Y'all here. Listen up. The real eyes says 100, 100, 100. Yes. So when you're asking me to do certain things, like it's, it, it is my fault for not making those things clear, but it's also, I imagine it would be very difficult for the client who once they get a certain experience with you, they expect that experience every single time. And I was actually chatting with one of my friends about this earlier because when I get upset, I reach out to certain people or when people call me I and I feel like I need to get certain things out, I will confide in people like, hey, this is what's going on. What's your take on it? And 
the way that my friend explained it to me, shout out to Train, the revolutionary artist named Ethan. And he said, you know, if you charge in one price for the weed that you selling to niggas, right? <laughs> I don't want to say niggas. Let's try to keep this clean. If you charge in like a basic price, but you're giving this person the best weed that you have, they're going to be upset if you show up one day with some mid ass weed because they're used to getting the high quality stuff for less. Um, and it's the same thing with engineering. If you are used to me, if you are my client and you are used to me giving you 150% damn near every session that we have together, when I have a day when I'm not feeling my best, but I still showed up for you and I'm only able to give you like 50% that day, it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel bad. It's going to feel like, it's going to feel like I'm not as involved because I'm not. Because I'm not as involved. Um, Maurice B says, yeah, you're making sense. OI Music said, you still doing reviews? Yes, sir. Check out the pinned comment down below if you are on my live right now. Um, $10 per song. Send it to cash symbol Lexi ATL on cash app. And then send your song or a link to your song through LexiSolo at gmail.com. Please keep in mind that if it's like already copywritten and like on YouTube or whatever, um, Instagram might kick me off of live for playing it, but it is being captured on, um, it is being captured on the pro tools that I'm, I'm recording right now. So yeah. Um, and for anyone who's interested in the music review, I put ads on my videos. So I get at least 300 views on my Lex chat videos. So keep that in mind. Um, assuming that I decide to put this full length out. I still got to kind of figure some things out, but yeah. So imagine that you are used to me giving you 150% every session that we have. And then I have my day where I cannot give you 150%. I can give you 50%, but I still came and I showed up just for you, but it, it doesn't feel good enough because you're used to me doing more. So yeah, I can understand I can understand my client's frustration in that sense. And then he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm spending money with you. And just for you to not be as into it um, and for you to act like you don't care. I keep in mind, I probably had like maybe in the year that we've been working, maybe like four or five bad days. And that's usually that's because some girl was brought to the studio and she had a problem with me or Honestly, I maybe was feeling some type of way towards her because it's also like when I get new clients, of course, the experience is not going to be the same with these new people because I don't know these people. I don't know how they work. I have to figure them out. And then you're, you're kind of asking me to give the same experience to these people that I don't know that I give to you, but I'm never, I'm probably not going to see these people again, or I'm only going to see these people every three or four months. And so it's kind of really it's really unfair in my opinion to expect me to give the same level of service to your homeboy or your homegirl that I give to you when they haven't proven to me that they are as serious or as consistent as you. And that's another thing that came up in the conversation that I had with my friend. Like, you know, there have been situations where dude trying to bring in girls who say they want to be artists. Um, 
and wanting me to like help them the same way that I help him. And I'm like, I don't know these girls. Like I get it. You might be trying to, you might be trying to impress these women, but I don't know them like that. And then you look on their pages, they IG models. They're not really artists. They haven't been performing. They haven't put out music on their own. They haven't done music videos. And I, I look for certain things. Like I, I get if you are, if you're a newer artist, but I look for certain things and I look in how a person speaks about the music that they're doing. And if I get answers that are not really satisfying for me, I'm going to revert to my factory settings, the default settings of an engineer, which is I press buttons and I make sure you get a good sound quality. But in my opinion, it's very much unfair for you to ask me to give the same level to these new people who I don't know. I'm working with them for the first time. I've been working with you for over a year. It's very unfair. Um, OI Music says he sent me a little something, something. Okay, I see you. I see you. Um, Maurice B says, shake my head. Facts. I'm tired of that IG models want to be in the music. I'm tired of it too. Like, part of me respects them, right? Because you are using your looks to get you into certain spaces. But then it's like, you're not taking serious the space that I do take serious. And I'm really offended because you think just because you're cute, you're going to make it to the top. Or, and some of these girls think that just because you screw certain people that you can screw your way to the top. That's not how it works. At the end of the day, the product still has to be good, which is the music. Official Mr. Flat Shoals says, professionalism is a demand, not a request. Ain't no favoritism given professionalism yes so professionalism i agree with i will be professional with these people as far as all the extra bells and whistles that my client is used to me giving to them i can't guarantee that same experience for these new people that they bring in professionalism is a demand not a request and no favoritism given um i don't play favorites i can't say that there does become a hierarchy with my clients, depending on who is most consistent, who shows me that they are serious. And with that consistency, how often are we working? How often are they booking? And then how open are they to the criticism that they asked me to give? How open are they to the direction that they have asked me to give? Maurice B says it's getting old at this point when it comes to the IG models, it's old as F. I'm so irritated. All right. So let me figure out how I'm going to do this. My speakers are not on just yet. This is going to, we're going to take a little breaky break because OI Music has sent in something to be reviewed and official Mr. Flat Shows. I got your money from last week. Um, if you want to send in two things for me to review, you can feel free to do that now. Let me turn on my speakers. And I see that this has come through Mr. New Kirk. Okay, we going to Apple Music. If I get kicked off, if I get kicked off of Instagram, just know that's because it's copywritten. Copywritten. Oh, I don't have Apple Music either. Uh, dang, it's three minutes. I don't have an account with them. 
I could just buy it. How do I buy it? Ooh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I'm I'm professional to everybody um, in my sessions, but I will admit that not everybody is gonna get the same experience with me based on how often I have worked with you, how well I work with you, and how serious you are as an artist. If you're not serious as an artist, it makes it really hard for me to want to take you serious, honestly. Hold on. Yeah, but which which song do you want me to do, OI? OI. 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 Oh, slide on me. Okay. I see it. Thank you so much. All right. So we're going to take a quick little break from our ranting and from our Lex Check topic. We have a submission for a song review from various artists. I'm just kidding. From OI. And the song from the project Kairos. And the song that he would like us to review is Slide On Me. So definitely check out OI from the project. Oh wait, Kairos. Yes. Sorry. Definitely check him out on all streaming platforms. Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Tidal, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. From the project Kairos. The song is called Slide On Me. And you can follow this artist at OI underscore music at OI underscore music. All right. So I'm going to turn off my microphone and we are going to listen to this song. Hopefully there are no like commercials. There's an ad. What is your age? I'm in this window. All right. Dismiss that. Here we go. Here we go. Baby, you should stop by, hear me when you outside, oh I, slide on me, I got what you been in for and what you need, pull up on me baby, good vibes guaranteed, and I'll get you up girl if your tank on me, I think it'd be best if you just slide, slide on me, pull up on me baby, good vibes guaranteed, I got what you been in for and what you need, and I'll get you up girl Like a kid at a playground, but baby, what you want, won't play around. Have your ass up and your face down. Love how you yelling my name now. But if that ain't what you want, we can just chill. I chef in the kitchen, make good meals. Down and my daughters do good deals. Magnetic, my aura is good feels. And when we connect, it's kinetic. Kinetic energy in motion. Swear you gonna love it here soon as you get behind the wheel. Slide on me. I got what you feeling for and what you need. Pull up on me, baby, good vibes guaranteed. And I'll get you a girl if your tank on me. I think it'd be best if you just slide. Slide on me. Pull up on me, baby, good vibes guaranteed. I got what you feeding for and what you need. And I'll get you a girl if your tank on me. So slide. And if you slide, you slide, you slide. 
everything here well done got a favorite movie baby we can make one rest assured you'll stay here be a one till the day comes that you leaving i'll be your captain soon as you need girl i'm jumping into action navigate your waters put me in your top 10 cause i know you got options baby let me set the scene This shit too bright, then I can turn the lights down. Treat it like it's MTV Cribs, girl. Welcome to my house. And babe, soon as we light this shit up, no, we finna glide now. Work you like a trainer, just don't tell me that you tired now. Slide on me, I got what you needin' for and what you need. Pull up on me, baby. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh my god, like that sounds so good. What up, Mixed by Black came in. Okay, let me unmute my microphone. Bow. Yo, is that you on there singing? Yo. Why is this going? I don't want that on. Hey, yo. That song sounds really good, OI. Like, seriously. Again, that song was called Slide On Me by O slash I. That's a forward slash OI from the project Kairos Volume 1. That song was called Slide On Me. And you can follow him at OI underscore music. You know what? That, I like that song. Now, if you get an X on this thing, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, the Wakanda X means it's bad. But you're going to get an ATL, peace up, A-Town, down on that one. I really like that song. And everybody in the comments section agrees. It just has a dope vibe to it. I like how you kind of immediately got right into it um, because my attention wasn't lost. So I think I want to say the first 10, 15 seconds of the song, we jumped right into it. And that's not something I'm used to hearing on a lot of songs. I don't mind a good buildup. I don't mind waiting up to 20 seconds for a song to get to its start. But I do like how it kind of went right into it. And the hook is distinct from the verses. I appreciate that as well. Because unfortunately, I don't know what it is about this music climate that we're in right now, but it's the rappers. And it's probably because we live in Atlanta. But these niggas, they act like you can just repeat a certain song, a certain part of the song, and that's the hook. But they never do anything vocally to set the hook apart from the verses. So to me, even though I can tell the difference, still, it just all sound like the same and they don't switch up the melody like uh, uh. oh my god all right so oi music actually produced that as well and that is him singing on there 
him and Maurice Beats making connects. I love it. OI Music says song structure is important and I totally agree. Maurice Beats is really dope. So y'all collaborate on something that'll be amazing. I'm going to be real with you. I'm a little jealous on that because you did ask to collaborate with me a while ago and we, it just has not happened yet. But I'm glad that we're connecting in this way. And I'm glad we stayed in touch through Instagram. Um, OI Music and I actually met at an LA Love the Boss what was it like a music release or listening party kind of situation? Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, back to the review, right? <laughs> I really like the song. I appreciate your song structure. I love how it went right into the song and I love the harmonies. So many songs that I hear that are mainstream are very bare bones. And while I do agree that some songs need to have that space to breathe, I believe that your voice is an instrument as well and you should be using your voice to fill up space in the song. I'm going I'm to I'm get on rappers a little bit. It's usually rappers who can't take like a bare... And the, the beat is by no means bare bones. I'm just saying in general, rappers usually want to get a beat that's doing too much because a lot of them don't understand that their voice is an instrument and can be used to fill up spaces that the instrumental might not be doing. So as far as I could hear with your song, everything had its place. Nothing was clashing. Nothing was overpowering one another. Each space was filled intentionally, which I can really appreciate. So you get an ATL rating on that one. Yes, sir. I ain't even from Atlanta, but I may as well start saying it, huh? Because I've been here for so damn long. So thank you again, OI Music, for submitting that. That is O slash I. The song is called Slide On Me from his project Kairos. And you can follow him at OI underscore music. OI Music says it's surgical. It really is. Um, To be intentional about where you are placing certain things in your music where to leave space and where to fill space it's it comes with a lot of practice and i appreciate when i hear other people understanding song structure and placement and how precise making a song can be so thank you so much for sharing that with us oh i'm really excited that's really dope um let's see we have a couple submissions from mr flat shoals Yes, yes, I'm excited about that. Okay, so let me go through my notes and make sure I didn't miss anything on here. And really, this whole Lex chat was about the relationship between an engineer and an artist, right? So from this specific incident that happened with me, this drama, what hurt my feelings is being told that I'm all about the money when I did not charge extra for helping with the songwriting and vocally producing and which I really should have and for educating as we go because like I said when I get to know someone and we've been working together for a while and we create a nice workflow and I think you're a dope artist I'm gonna do what I can to help you that means I'm going to go the extra mile now you shouldn't expect it I know you're used to a certain standard, but you should not expect it. It's just something that I do because I love you as an artist and as a person, I think you're dope 
and I want to make good music. I want to be a part of the movement that pushes quality music back into the industry, right? Um, so it hurts my feeling. It hurt my feelings when he said, you know, you're, you're all about the money. Um, but you know, to rant a little more on that, I engineer you. I help you write your songs. I help tell you how to sing them. I help you with backgrounds. I reached out to producers for you. I've mixed for you. Um, I let you get away with things like coming to the session late and I don't charge you until you show up versus other people. I charge you from the time you booked, whether you're there or not. Um, and if I'm late, but I showed up before you, as far as you know, this session started on time. Uh, so, but you know, letting you pay me days late, like just, just stuff like that. And I don't want to get too messy about it, but like I said, my life is up for inspiration in my content. Why are you climbing on my piano, kitty cat? Yeah, thank you. So yeah, it's just, and then there is the aspect of whenever you want to come in and record, I make myself available and I bend my schedule and things that I might've wanted to do with my day so I can accommodate getting into the studio with my clients. And it's just, my feelings are just really hurt y'all. That's, that's the only way I can put it. Um, it's not about the, it's more than the money with me. I do value relationships and, um, it just sucks when people don't, people forget how well they have it or how good they have it working with you in a way, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to be hating on anybody else. He's, he's going to record with other people and see how they work and good for them. But if it was all about the money, I wouldn't be educating you. I wouldn't be encouraging you to get your own hard drive because you should have your own hard drive to store your music. Do not depend on me to keep your music. Do not depend on the studio. Don't depend on anybody else. You as the artist, if you care about your music, why are you not the first one securing the storage of your music? But if I was all about the money, I would never, I would never care to tell you that you should have all of your sessions on hand. So even if we don't record, you can still do what you got to do. You can still do what you got to do. Oh, our music says, yo, your cat is pure comedy. <sighs> she is something else. I love her. Oh, our music says every artist in all caps, every artist should have their own hard drive multiples because if it only exists in one place and my professors in school used to say this, if it only exists in one place, it does not exist. It has to exist in two to three places. So for this client, right? I don't have to. But because I really like, I really love working with him. I love working with him. And he's proven that he's serious. He got copies of his sessions on the studio's computer that I make sure don't get deleted. I, I copied all of his sessions onto my hard drive. And then I encourage him to have his own hard drive to keep all his sessions. So if I was all about the money, I would not, I would not encourage you to do that. And then the education portion, I'm telling you, it would be cheaper if you invested in a small setup at your house because in the long run, you're not spending time on studios, renting a studio space. All you got to do is worry about paying your engineer hourly. Right. But anyway, um, the other piece I wanted to say, like, even though as the engineer, I am a tool for transferring your voice, your performance into a program 
to be mixed and mastered at a later date. I'm still a human, <clears throat> excuse me. And I do have a life outside of the studio, even though I bend my schedule to accommodate my clients. I do have, I do still have stuff that happens outside of the studio. I do have a life outside of here. So I apologize that some days I'm not going to be all the way there because yes, sometimes I am affected by what happened outside of the studio and I come in and I don't want to give as much as I normally do. I'm gonna make this point and then we're gonna get into the next song review. But um, yeah, I'm human outside of being in the studio. So I go through my own thing and for people to forget the human aspect of the engineer is also unfair to me and annoying to me. Um, and just on a personal level, right? For me, I understand that and I give myself grace. Not every day is going to be a great day. Not every day is going to be 100%. Some days might be 80%. Some days might be 20%. Some days might be 5%. But there will be a lot of times where I'm showing up for people running on fumes for myself. Literally, mentally, I'm not good. But, and unfortunately for me, engineering is how I pay my bills. So if I don't show up, I don't get paid and I can't sustain myself. So that there's that added pressure for me anyway. But yeah, I have things that affect me outside the studio. I'm not always 100%, but I would like to be appreciated for the fact that even though I don't have it all together for myself, I'm still showing up so that you can get something done for you as an artist. And let's not forget the point that I made earlier in the podcast when I said that typically... And the reason why people have the misconception that engineers are supposed to do more than just push buttons is because typically that person was not an engineer before they became an engineer. That person is a producer first or an artist first. They just so happen to engineer because we as engineers, we as artists, for me, right? I always knew I wanted to sing, but I also knew that singing was not enough. And because I love singing so much and I knew that it's what I wanted to be a part of, I researched what kinds of industries are around music. And one of the first things I came across was audio engineering. What's one of the most expensive costs to an artist? It's going to the studio. So I figured, let me go to school to learn how to do that for myself. And now it helps to pay my bills, right? So that's the misconception where people get it wrong. But not only do I show it like I'm literally pouring from an empty cup that's been bone dry for like six months plus, right? But I'm still showing up. And I know you're upset that it's not the experience that you're used to, but the fact that I showed up is a miracle because I'm low key depressed, but I'm still powering through so you can get what you wanna get, right? And then clients often forget that as an artist myself, I'm giving you my creative juices that I could be energy that I could be pouring into myself because I need it for myself as an artist. And it's like people know that you're an artist and they recognize that you're a dope artist. But the moment that you're not putting energy into their music, it's like they forget all of that, right? OI Music says engineers do so, so much for artists. For someone to take that for granted is wild. And then take it for granted in the studio a lot of them aren't even educated enough to know that as the engineer if I'm giving you creative pointers <laughs> okay let me back up 
if I am, if I was doing only pushing buttons, right, you wouldn't have to worry about this. But since I'm engineering you and I'm helping you write your songs and I'm helping to vocally produce you, I have creative input on your songs. That means I should be getting credit on the back end. So you should be paying me, right, for the hourly for me engineering and the hourly, oh shoot, for the hourly for the engineering, right? And the hourly for the vocal production and the hourly for the songwriting or a separate fee for the songwriting, honestly. And I should be getting my credit on the back end. I should be getting my points on this song. But a lot of artists are not, they're not educated enough to realize that part. So there's the whole nother aspect there, right? But I'm literally, as an engineer, doing so much to pour into you. And for you to not give me the grace of having a bad day every now and again, it makes me feel some type of way. On that note, and so I can kind of rest my voice a little bit, let's get into the next couple of submissions. Now, Mr. Flat Shoals actually sent in his money last week um, <clears throat> when Lex Chat was supposed to happen, but it's a combination of like emotions and laziness. The emotions cause the laziness and the procrastination, you know what I'm saying? And then Sunday rolled around and it was like, I don't feel like rushing an episode for Monday. So I just didn't do it. I apologize. But he has sent in a couple of his songs to be reviewed. So this is Flat Shoals with the song Dope Man. And official Mr. Flat Shoals 74 is his handle on Instagram. If you are still in here, Mr. Flat Shoals, um, are these songs released that you are sending over or unreleased let us know but in the meantime let's give a listen to the first song this one is called dope man turning off my i'm muting my microphone let's get into it I say dope man, bridge, 1980s gold roast round my motherfucking neck. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I stay dope man, bridge, got a dope man, hustle for the dope man chick. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I stay dope man, bridge, 1980s gold roast round my motherfucking neck. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I stay dope man, bridge, got a dope man, hustle for the dope man chick. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I'm on my bank roll, bridge, new shit. On the way, I'm talking bank roll. R.I.P. the young press Explode on the scene All summer 19 It's like fucking right Roll the dice my whole life About time a nigga strike I got a dope man Hustle with a dope man team Coming through this motherfucker Living in the Cater, Georgia From Atlanta, G.A. Just another nigga with an attitude Dope man shit 1980s Ice Cube Ain't no Raiders had no Atlanta Falcons And that bitch I represent A-Town Dope man Gold Rose Black Jersey Julio Jones, thick ass dope man, gold herring bone. They say you're born in the '80s, then you're born a dope baby. But my mama didn't smoke, and my daddy didn't smoke. But a nigga still dope. Pockets got it, rocket in them, cash busting out the dinner. I say dope man, fresh 1980s gold roast round my motherfucking neck. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I say dope man, fresh got a dope man, hustle for the dope man chick. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I stay dope, man, fresh, 1980s gold ropes, round my motherfucking neck. Yeah, nigga, yeah. 
I say dope man, friends got a dope man, hustle for the dope man, check, yeah, nigga, yeah. Selling dope, hey, what make a nigga dope? I ain't never touched no motherfucking dope. If you see me with some coke, it was in a red can. If you see me with some bands in my hand, cause my hustle gon' demand it. Anywhere I land it, dope man hustle rap. Niggas better understand that. Riding music in the trap, and I'm setting up shop. Got the best in the hood, for the cheapest on the block. Ain't no middle man shit, just a middle finger to the niggas stealing my shit. Yeah, originator. With the flavor, label me the dope man of this motherfucking brand. I say dope man, friends, black shows on my chest. I want the dope man, bread without the face on my head. I got a number to the ticket. Goddamn, I'm a player, dope man. Old school, older token, tie smoking, drop the top on that bitch. Got a nigga wide open. I say dope man, fresh 1980s gold roast round my motherfucking neck. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I stay dope man, fresh got a dope man, hustle for the dope man chick. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I stay dope man, fresh 1980s gold roast round my motherfucking neck. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I stay dope man, fresh got a dope man, hustle for the dope man chick. Yeah, nigga, yeah. Okay. I like this song. I like this song. So you did a song the last time we did a song review. Let me, I mean, my microphone is supposed to be muted. Oh, hold on. Okay. Check, check, one, two. Yep. All right. There we go. The input was not turned off, but now we're good. So I didn't have to turn down the mic signal. All right. So I think the last song you did, I think my only critiques my critiques for you were had mainly to do with the mixing this one i like the mix a lot better on this song although so i'm kind of judging it on like how a lot of stuff sounds today right but i don't i'm liking the mix on this one because it is giving me like a nostalgic feel for and it was said in the last review too um like the early 2000s kind of rap even like crunk music, like who is this reminding me of? This song for some reason kind of like reminds me of like Lil Flip. Um, just like that whole era of music back then, right? So I really like the song. I don't know if you can hear me while the song is playing, but this is something I feel like I want to get ratchet to. I could sweat it out in the gym to something like this. And the mixing compared to another song that you sent in, much better. Um, vocals seem very even as far as like, you don't have one harmony in the left. You don't have one harmony in the right, like things that are stacked, they are left and right, or they're down center. So it's sounding really good. I can hear your voice clearly over the beat and I can understand everything you're saying, which I really appreciate because these niggas today, oh my gosh, I will be so ready for mumble rap to be out another debate for another for another day right would you agree that rap is what a lot of niggas do but hip-hop is the real culture you know what i'm trying to say niggas rap but how many niggas are you know contributing to hip-hop that might be something for another lex chat or for like another video that i do because i did one on the history of cover songs 
<clears throat> excuse me I don't know if this is allergies or not but yeah I really like that song dope man so that is an unreleased song Mr. Official Mr. Flash Shows let us know that song is not yet released when can people expect this to be released um, Mr. Flash Shows sent in another song called so and so so again this is Flash Shows we're about to listen to his song so and so you can follow Flat Shoals at official Mr. Flat Shoals. Flat Shoals is F L A T S H O A L S 74. Official Mr. Flat Shoals 74 on Instagram. All right. And thank you so much for tuning in to part one of this Lex chat, which was centered and focused all around the relationship between the client and the engineer. We're going to end this part one because, y'all, I didn't realize I talked for two hours straight when I originally did this episode. So we're going to wrap this up here. I think two reviews were really nice. And uh, you got to come back next week. If you are not a patron of mine, you got to come back next week to hear part two of this Lex chat. But thank you so much for tuning in to this part one of the Lex chat. If you are watching on YouTube, then make sure you leave a comment in the comment section down below to join the conversation. Let me know what you think about this topic. How do you feel an engineer should be contributing to a session? Should the engineer be contributing creatively to a session? Do you feel like that's the engineer's job? Or do you feel like, no, it does fall on the artist to have certain things prepared or to bring other people into the session that will help them achieve the things they want to achieve. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. Again, make sure that you tune into my website, www.lexiatl.com for information on shows and tickets for events that I have coming up. Remember that I have the city to city tour with Game Changers Radio. We are going to be in Albany, Georgia on July 2nd. And that is going to be at Northside Lounge at 2238 Palmyra Road. Let me double check that though. Hold on. I got my handy dandy notebook right in front of me right here. Yes, I was correct. It is at 2238 Palmyra Road in Albany, Georgia. This is going to be a night of R&B ladies, indie R&B ladies. So July 2nd, there is a char- there is a charge at the door, um, but the- you don't have to buy any tickets. So that's what's really nice. Um, If you need that information, again, you can go to my website, www.lexiatl.com. Also, I will be walking in a fashion show on July 30th, the Angels and Demons Lingerie and Swimwear Fashion Show in Atlanta, Georgia, presented by the GQ Phoebes. That is going to be in Atlanta, Georgia, like I said, at the Dawn Event Center at 3201 Atlanta Industrial Parkway Northwest, Atlanta, Georgia, That event will be from two to five and tickets are required to come to that event. So I would definitely encourage you to get early bird tickets because it will be more expensive at the door, but you ain't got to do all that if you don't want to. Just a suggestion if you want to save a little bit of money. So again, if you want to get information for these shows, these events that I'll be participating in, then go to www.lexiatl.com where you can see a list of tour dates and event dates for things that I'll be involved in. And another thing before we go, if you would like to go the extra mile in supporting me so I have more time to do these Lex chats and 
more educational stuff like the history of cover songs that I released on my YouTube a couple weeks ago, then please consider becoming a patron of mine by going to patreon.com slash LexiATL, patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L. And for as little as $5 a month, you can become a patron. You get things like uncut episodes, special behind the scenes content of certain things I'm doing. Um, And then you might get content that I don't even release to the public. And the biggest perk of being a patron, I must say, is getting all the content as soon as I upload it, not when I make it public for the general public. So that is the biggest flex. We get to know about things that the general public won't know about for sometimes months on end just because of how my upload and editing schedule be sometimes. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, oh, and then eventually um, as a patron, you will get certain little like promotional things, of course, um, and discounts on merchandise or discounts on certain events. Like, you know, I'm figuring that out still, but that's going to be a perk as well as soon as I figure out how to do that. And actually, I do have a way for y'all to get cheaper tickets to the fashion show. I just have to tell y'all that in the Patreon. So yeah, but if you're not a patron, you don't have access to those discounts. And uh, sorry about that. Sorry for you. But yeah, um, if you want to be a patron for as little as $5 a month, or you can choose to pledge more if you want to, but just as little as $5 per month, you get access to those perks by going to patreon.com slash LexiATL. I would really appreciate it if you decided to go the extra mile. But again, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Lex Chat. We will see you. I will see you because it's just me today. I'll see you next week for part two of this discussion. Until then, my name is Lexi. Peace. Motorboat, motorboat, yeah. Motorboat, fill it from the throat, eh. Motorboat, motorboat, yeah.